Hello and welcome. My name is Father Rudy Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for April the 6th, Tuesday, the octave of Easter. And we continue with, as we said yesterday, uh, the time of appearances. And uh, we'll say a brief word about the appearances and the nature of Jesus' appearance uh, in this post resurrection period of time. A reading today comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 11 through 18. John 20, 11 through 18. And in this particular episode of appearance, uh, Mary, uh, Mary Magdalene, uh, she's weeping beside the tomb uh, on this uh, Easter Sunday morning, uh, and even as uh, she's weeping, she stoops and looks inside the tomb, and what does she see? She sees two angels in dazzling robes, uh, one seated at the head and the other at the foot where Jesus' body had been laid. And the angel says to her, woman, why are you weeping? She answers, because the Lord has been taken away, and I do not know where they have put him. That is, once again, the story of the body being removed or taken away by the disciples. And then they can go about saying that he is risen, uh, the body is not there. Uh, and... Uh, so she has that misconception. She, she's heard the story, and like all rumors, uh, the, the rumor gets out of the starting gate uh, three miles before truth has a chance to catch up. Well, uh, they say to her, you know, uh, they're, they're silent, really. And no sooner has uh, uh, they said this than she turns around and she catches sight of Jesus standing there. And she did not know him. Now, why wouldn't she know Jesus? This is a common experience. Remember, and we'll encounter that on the road to Emmaus. Jesus appears in the midst of the disciples. And they only recognize him later. The idea of appearances here is that, of course, the body would not be there. Jesus is a bodily resurrection. It would be a strange resurrection if Jesus' body was still in the tomb, but he has risen. No, it's important that we emphasize the importance of a bodily resurrection, but not in the same way as an earthly existence. It is a flesh body. It is a real corporal entity, but at the same time, it is now spirit-filled. It is now spirit-filled. And so Jesus, in his body, appears. He appears. Uh, there's no notion of him walking in, coming up behind her, or any of that. He appears, but he appears in his body, but it is a glorified body. She does not recognize him because the body has been changed in that it is spirit-filled.
by the glory of the resurrection, filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay. And he's, uh, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? Who, who, who are you looking for, Mary? She supposed he was the gardener. Back to the Garden of Eden. Sir, if you are the one who carried him off, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Maybe the gardener removed the body, figuring it was part of his duties, and for whatever reason. And Jesus calls her by name. He says, Mary. She turned to him. That notion of turning, conversion. She has already turned when she met Jesus uh, many, many, many months before, if not longer, when he freed her from Satan. She turned. She turned from being possessed to being loved by Jesus, that conversion. And when he calls her by name, she turns. And that's really what Jesus does for us. Jesus does not call in generalities. He calls in the particularity of our own self. He calls each and every one of us by name. And he calls us every day. We may, we may be under the impression he's not there, we didn't see him, he's not concerned, he doesn't bother with us, and yet every single day that God wakes us up, Jesus calls us by name. He calls up, and when he says Mary, she turns and she says, teacher. But of course Jesus is more than a teacher. He is the divine son of God. Jesus says, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Rather, go and tell them, the disciples, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. And those words are for us. We do not cling to Jesus as some kind of object of possession, something that we own and can fashion something that, uh, that we can get to do our will. Rather, our vocation, our calling, every day that Jesus calls us by name, and he calls us every day by name, we are to go and tell that Jesus is alive, that Jesus is present in his world and in each and every one of us. And my God and your God, my Father and your Father. The God that Jesus is sent, ascending to is the Father of us all, our Father who art in heaven. Not my Father, not my God, but my God and your God, my Father and your Father. Mary Magdalene went to disciples. I have seen the Lord. And she reported what he had said to her. I have seen the Lord. And that's, that's a great blessing. And each and every day, 
through the Holy Spirit, we are called to see the Lord. We are invited to see the Lord. We are given the grace to see the Lord within ourselves and within others. Yes, even those who... Pardon the interruption. That phone, uh, it wasn't the Lord calling me. <laughs> Somebody else. Apologize for that. But back to the point that to have seen the Lord, I have seen the Lord. And she has seen the Lord because the Lord has called her by name. And that's our daily vocation. My God and your God, my Father and your Father. And in the Holy Spirit, to see the Lord every day. We may be mistaken on things. We may not see clearly all the time. Uh, we may not listen all the time. But God continues to call us. Jesus continues to call us by name. And so this day, this day of appearance, this day of appearance is not just for Mary Magdalene. It's for each and every one of us. Each and every one of us, as this day began, the Lord calls us by name. Jesus is not among the dead. Jesus is risen. And he is ascending, and has ascended to the Father. Your Father. He has ascended to the right hand of God. Your God. And Jesus, the words of Jesus for Mary Magdalene, is also the words for each and every one of us. Go and tell them. Go and tell. In that part of the world that we touch this day and influence, tell the Lord. Tell, tell those around us by our words, by our actions, by our thoughts and prayers even in times of crucifixion, in times of disagreement, in times of suffering, as well as in times of great joy, times when we really feel the presence of the Holy Spirit and that grace. Go and tell. We do not cling to the Lord as a possession that we own and that we get to do our bidding, but we surrender to the person of Jesus. For Mary Magdalene's vocation is ours. May today, as we continue this time of appearances of the Lord, may we open our eyes and clog our ears so that we may listen to Jesus calling you and calling me by name to honor my God and your God, my Father and your Father. May you be in the Lord this day.